0: Welcome to Cocktails and Capital, the working on your business podcast that feels more like grabbing a drink with your best friend. I'm your host, Sarah Tatum, that best friend. I'm the owner of Tatum Accounting, where we invite our clients to take a vacation from their bookkeeping. In this podcast, I'm going to give it to you straight. Talking points and big tips, we don't do that here. There's a bunch of noise out there in the entrepreneur community, especially when it relates to finances. And when you're trying to run your business, you just don't have time for that. And I know that you would rather be doing literally anything other than recording expenses and logging into your accounting software. So I'm bringing you practical advice without any of the fluff, just like your best friend would. So turn the volume up, grab your gin and tonic, and let's dive into this week's theme. Are you ready to take a vacation from your bookkeeping, but your business is not quite there yet? At Tatum accounting, we have plans that scale with your business, making them affordable at every stage for the business owner who needs help with their accounting, but maybe is not ready to completely outsource their books. Check out our new office hours package with office hours. You get access to our private Facebook group filled with educational resources, webinars, and tools to make managing your books so much easier. The best part, private weekly one-on-one support. Jump on weekly calls with an accountant to discuss anything and everything. Pricing, expenses, QuickBooks. We're here to get your questions answered. For just $150 a month, sign up for our office hours by visiting tatumaccounting.com forward slash office hours. Or visit our show notes for the link. Now, let's get back to the episode. Hello, welcome to episode 19 of Cocktails and Capital. Today we are going to be talking about contractors and how they're different from employees and why you might want to hire a contractor um, over an employee as your first person to assist you in your business. Um, it is about to be November when we're recording this, the last week of October, and tax time is coming up again. I know no one wants to think about it, but it's coming. And part of tax time is issuing 1099s to your contractors. Um, That is a very important uh, obligation that you have as the business owner uh, to issue a 1099 to anybody that meets those requirements. So we wanted to do this episode for those of you who might be thinking about hiring a contractor. So that way, you know, the obligations that you have, When you do hire one, Um, we are having a 1099 webinar on November 10th at 11 a.m. We're going to go over everything that you need for um, processing your 1099s and actually doing your 1099s, what is a 1099, all that great stuff. So if you're interested in that at all, uh, we'll put a link in the uh, show notes, but also you can head over to haydenaccounting.com and always get your information on whatever we're doing over there. Typically the question of do I need to hire somebody or do I want to outsource some work to somebody comes when your business is just growing and it's gotten too much for you to sustainably manage as a one person shop. Um, For me that time came earlier this year during tax season and I realized that bookkeeping and taxes together during tax season is a monstrosity that I can't handle on my own. So I decided to actually hire somebody on a W2 basis and bring them into the company um, because I wanted to make sure that I had somebody who was really invested in me and in Tatum Accounting and just wanted the same thing that I wanted for this business. So for me, the choice was 1099 versus W2, employee versus contractor. Um, And the choice for me was clear. The choice for a lot of other people, and especially people who might be listening to this podcast, if you're smaller, business, smaller organization is it's not quite as clear cut as it may have been for me. I knew what I wanted, um, but you might not know what you want or if you can actually have a contractor for what you're looking to do. Some common examples of 1099 contractors are going to be like virtual assistants, um, or anybody that is just kind of like sporadically helping you. But the big, big, big difference for a contractor versus an employee, is one thing and it's the IRS uh, setting this rule. With a contractor, you cannot control the method in which they're doing their work. Uh, You can only control the output of work that they are providing. You can't provide them with the tools to do that work. So even the smallest thing like an email with your domain name on it is providing them a tool to do their work uh, to represent you. Now, Additionally, if you're buying them laptops, or if you're buying them a computer in order to be able to do the work that they need to do, that is again, providing them with a tool to do their work. So there's a lot of intricacies in the status between a person that you're outsourcing to or a person that you're hiring. Um, the other, The other big factor is who is determining the rate of pay for this person. If the contractor themselves is establishing the rate that they want to be paid, you are then having an outsourced contractor. That person is 1099. They know how much they want to be paid and they're setting the rate for that work for you. Uh, it's very similar to me providing accounting quotes to our clients. Um, we're setting the rate for that work. And either the client agrees to it or they don't, but they do not, um, set the rate for the work that we're doing. If they did, that would be making us an employee on the flip side of that. I knew that when I hired somebody, I wanted to pay a specific amount of money for that person. And that I wanted to be able to control the output of the work that they did. I wanted to be able to control when they did it. And so all of that wrapped up caused me to need to find an employee versus a contractor. So Those are some really big things to kind of think about when you do want to hire somebody um, and kind of evaluate whether your, your quality of work requires somebody that you can kind of oversee and be more of a manager role, or if you're comfortable letting somebody be an independent person and just outsource the work to a contractor. That's exactly why we call them independent contractors. They are independent over the work they're doing, the time they do it in. Um, You can give them a deadline, but they will do the work when they have the time to do it. That's essentially what an independent contractor is. If you are thinking about going through this, um, process of hiring somebody or outsourcing your work, definitely consult with somebody about the legal or tax side of things. If this is a, um, move that you're looking to make, so that way you can make sure that you're doing things correctly, that you're not ordering on any IRS rules, um, and that you're not crossing any lines there. You also want to check with your state um, about their laws and their guidelines for independent contractors versus employees. Some states do have the viewpoint that if you're hiring somebody or outsourcing to somebody who is in the same field as you, that that person automatically qualifies as an employee, whether they want to be an independent contractor or not, or they're touting their services as an independent contractor. Uh, and the instance happens a lot again, in the accounting world, where if we wanted to outsource some of our other clients to people that that person, because they're another accountant falls under our umbrella as an employee. So it is, um, very sticky, depending on your industry, depending on your state. Um, and depending on what kind of work product that you would like that person to put out. So definitely consult with somebody, um, if you have the ability to, we're happy to consult with you on that type of situation. So find somebody that you trust that you want to talk to about this before you make this move. All right, let's talk about the very bread and butter of this episode. Why should you hire a contractor versus an employee for your first hire? Hiring a contractor versus an employee kind of gets you to dip your toes into the water for delegating and um, making sure that you kind of have a good scope on what kind of manager that you want to be, uh, what kind of work you actually want to outsource. And then while you're having a contractor do this work for you, you can kind of feel if you're feeling comfortable with them doing it on their own time, as long as it's by a deadline. um, Or if you're comfortable with, having more of an oversight over someone rather than letting somebody kind of run their own show with your product or your service, just because they're an independent contractor doesn't mean that you can't, uh, dictate what type of work they'll be doing. So think of like a virtual assistant. Like I mentioned before, you can dictate that they manage your emails, manage all your inboxes. You can have them, take care of your calendar management you can have them communicate with clients for you there's so many things that a virtual assistant can do additionally think of like a home contractor the guy who's coming to you know install your flooring you can dictate what type of flooring he puts in you can oversee the flooring project what you can't do is again you can't control the amount of time spent you can't control what tools he uses for the job and things like that. So that's kind of the main reason why we talk about hiring an independent contractor versus an employee is because it will literally give you the ability to dip your toes just briefly into that water and see what kind of working relationship you want to have with the people who are going to be helping you grow and run your business with minimal commitment. So That is kind of one of the biggest reasons for hiring an independent contractor versus starting off with a W-2 employee. And there's so much that goes into having a W-2 employee as well. You have payroll laws. You have so many um, registration obligations with different states, different localities, depending on if you're hiring virtually. Uh, So it's definitely a lot to consider one way or the other. Let's talk about some questions that you should be asking yourself when you are hiring a contractor. So first of all, have I talked to somebody about this decision? Somebody that you trust, an advisor, a friend, anybody at all, um, who might be able to be your sounding board, give you some knowledge about the situation um, and kind of confer with you about that W2 versus 1099 situation and where this person might fall in, uh, the person that you're looking to hire. The second thing is, what is your screening process going to look like? How are you going to find these people? Um, Are you going to just Google people and set up interviews with them? Are you going to get multiple quotes for the work that you're looking to have done? Those are the types of questions that we want to be asking ourselves when we're looking to onboard a contractor. And then while you're onboarding the contractor, think about what kind of tax documents am I going to need? Uh, there's one very, very, very large tax document that, uh, not very large, but very important tax document that you need for contractors, and we're gonna talk all about it in the webinar, Uh, but it is your W-9. Every single contractor that you hire, if you take nothing away from this podcast except for this, every single contractor that you hire needs to give you their W-9 before any work is started, before any money is paid, and my recommendation to you, to all of you, run that W-9 through a software that will process a, what we call a taxpayer identification number match. That will let you know if that 1099 or that 1099, that W9 is filled in correctly and accurately and that there are no issues. W9, number one, most important document. Other documents though, NDAs, non-disclosure agreements, Are you working with sensitive client information that you're going to be giving to this uh, contractor? Do they need to sign an NDA in order to make sure that you protect your client's information? What kind of security does that contractor have on their computers? um, If they're working with, uh, say you might be a financial advisor and you're looking to have a virtual assistant help you with your inboxes, is that virtual assistant going to again, see confidential client information, are their security systems on their computer up to date and good to go. So that way your client information is not possibly hacked into um, lots of things to consider here with your contractors, because again, that is something that you can control. If you hire an employee is their security system on their computer and things like that, the way that they're managing client information, the contractor, that's much, much harder. And in a lot of cases, you're not able to dictate something like that. Another question to ask is while you're onboarding, what systems of yours do they need access to? If it's your virtual assistant, obviously they need access to your email, your calendar. Are they going to help you with some minimal bookkeeping? Do they need access to Stripe, Square, PayPal, Venmo, all the systems? And how are you going to keep your passwords safe? The other document that you're going to need is a contract and who's going to write up that contract. It's going to be the contractor. They're an independent contractor. They should be writing the contract. Um, they're setting their rates. An independent contractor is typically one who is in the business of making a profit and they should have contracts and, um, everything else ready and good to go for you, the person who's hiring them. And then the final question that you want to ask yourself is how are you going to be managing this person? Again, we can't, you know, do certain things that we would do with other regular employees, but you do still want to have some oversight. You want to make sure that the project's staying on time. You're meeting your deadline. Um, are you going to use a project management tool like Asana or ClickUp in order to, um, kind of manage the project as they go through it, think about the things that matter in this project and the key points and when you're going to check in with that contractor, um, how often you're going to check in and just discuss the work being done. If they have any questions or anything like that, you can still manage your contractor without managing your contractor. And then my final point is if you have any questions about any of these questions um, that I just went over or the difference between employee versus contractor, what you can do with your contractors um, versus what you can do with employees, please feel free to reach out to me or to any other accountant that you trust. Accountants will be the best place to get the tax side of your independent contractors versus your employee questions answered. Uh, This is a huge audit point for the IRS and something that we want to make sure that we're in compliance with. So definitely talk to somebody if you're thinking about doing this um, outsourcing and figuring out who you need to hire. Like I said, if you guys have any questions, if you have any notes, please feel free to email us or send me a message on Instagram at Tatum Accounting. Um, we will have the webinar link in the show notes below. I will have some articles listed in the show notes. Um, and next week we're going to go over some apps that are going to make onboarding your contractors so much easier. So stick around for that one next Wednesday. Um, and if you guys liked this episode, please, uh, take a screenshot of it and tag me in it on Instagram. I would love to get your feedback. I would love to hear your notes. Um, and I just love to see you guys enjoying the podcast. So, uh, that is it for me on this beautiful Wednesday though. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week and I'll see you next week. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and follow Tatum Accounting on Instagram. You can also do us a huge favor by leaving a review. It's the best way to support us. Let's catch up next week, same time, same place.